Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. Welcome back, Detour Podcast listeners. This is Sheila Shinsky again, and we are continuing our virtual travel today. Today, we are going to be hearing what it is like to travel in Southern California. Lisa is back. You might remember or recognize her voice from the episode on Switzerland, which was called... Uh, what was that called? Yodeling around through Switzerland. <laughs> I think so. Yodeling yeah. through Switzerland sounds familiar. So Lisa is back. And just to remind you, she's a mom of three and a wife. And she has been to 30 states and 12 countries on four different continents. So she always likes to plan a big adventure every summer with her family. But really, she's, she's ready to go anytime she needs to. She'll grab that passport and pack a bag and be gone in a moment's notice. She's, she also loves traveling. So uh, she's been a lot of places, uh, including Switzerland. And you just recently came back from a little road trip with your family, didn't you? Oh, yes. We had to do college drop-offs. We did college drop-off in Shreveport, Louisiana and Tallahassee, Florida. Nice. Yeah. So we're, yeah, it's back, it's back to school time and, and the college kids are getting back. Um, be interesting school year this year. See how yes. long that goes. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Lisa. And thanks for joining us again on the Detour podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sheila. I yeah. love that you do this. Ah, you're so welcome. And uh, I think it's just fun since, you know, some of our travel plans are looking a little different or, or, or put on hold. And uh, I just wanted to, to virtually travel. So, all right. Tell us about your trip to California. You did a road trip, correct? Correct. So this was in 2017. So we didn't have any of those COVID restrictions, which having just come back from a road trip, I can tell you, um, it is a lot more difficult to enjoy a lot of the experiences that areas have to offer because a lot of them are closed. Okay, so when we went to California, we flew there into San Diego, and we rented a van. And then we drove from San Diego north. You'd like to hear about hiccups along the way. So our fabulous travel agent had gotten us a nice, nice low rate on the van that she had secured for us. Now, the van was not rented from your typical, uh, you know, dollar enterprise Hertz place. And they were supposed to be picking us up from the airport because it was off-site. Picking us up from the airport, bringing us to the rental location, and then we would take the van from there and start our journey. Well, I, I can't remember exactly how long we had to wait for the pickup to come and get us, but 
um, it was well over an hour, close to two, I'm sure, and in the hot San Diego sun. And, um, and then once the van got there, this other family who had just arrived, they put one of their members in the van along with us. Well, when we got to the car rental agency location, that man jumped out of the van and in my opinion, he got, he got in line. <laughs> we'd, been, we'd been waiting over an hour just for the van to show up and he thought that he should just, you know, cut right in front of us and, and get his rental vehicle first, which, you know, at the larger places, there's more than one agent to help you at a time, but this was a very small place. And so um, there was only one agent at a time. So in addition to waiting the hour at the airport for the van to come, then we had to wait almost another 30 minutes for this man to take care of his business. So I <laughs> take his uh, turn first. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I complained to the rental agency and they gave me a hundred dollars off. So it always pays to complain when you are, <laughs> <laughs> when you're traveling and you feel like you've had an injustice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, we got the van and um, first we, we, we spent time um, with friends in San Diego. Uh, actually, they're friends that we made while we were um, on a trip to South Africa. They were our Jeep mates in our um, safari Jeep for a week. So that was very cool. So we stayed with them. So I have no hotel recommendations for San Diego. But we had a marvelous time. We went to the USS Midway, which is a huge battleship, which is no longer a battleship. They've turned it into a museum. Um, so you can learn all about what the battleships look like on all of the decks and how the sailors lived. Um, they have all kinds of interactive exhibits. The kids really enjoyed themselves, all of my kids. Um, so this was three years ago. So that would have been, the boys were 15 and 12 and my daughter was nine. Okay. And everybody found something of interest with that. Yes. Yes. I mean, it was, it, like I said, it was great for the whole family. I highly, highly recommend it. And just so that you know, if you have triple A membership, you pay at the door and you get a discount. Okay. okay. Um, also in San Diego, we rented bicycles and we rode our bikes down to the Hotel Del Coronado, which is affectionately called the Dell by um, local uh, San Diegoans, I guess, if you can call them that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, I'm sure everybody has seen it in pictures. It has a, it's a big white building with a red roof and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, we, you know, we walked along the beach, we saw the Navy SEALs um, training and then we also got to go to Old Town, which is the original part of San Diego. And we had a delicious Mexican meal. Um, they had handmade tortillas that the ladies were making. There's a um, huge window and there's the comal and they're, you know, toasting the fresh tortillas that right there, you can see them through the window. Um, so that was 
delicious because we only get to have, you know, homemade, handmade tortillas once in a while. They're not easy to find. Mm, yeah, delicious. Yes. And of course, what trip to San Diego would be complete without going to the San Diego Zoo, which is absolutely enormous. I mean, the zoo has buses to take the visitors from one area to the next because it is so big, these huge double-decker buses. We planned our trip so that we would go to see the pandas first thing in the morning because we wanted to see them while they were active and we did they were rolling around and eating their breakfast and so that was very very cool however because we enjoyed our time in the morning at the pandas by the time we got to the polar bears um it was quite warm and they were not coming out for anything (laughs) (laughs) they were like "Mm." This is not our climate, favorite climate right now. Exactly, exactly. So we did not get to see the polar bears in person. However, they do have this really cool polar bear statue over there by the polar bear exhibit. And I mean, we could all stand underneath the polar bears. Polar bears are huge, Sheila. Yeah. Oh Um, my gosh. Yes. He's standing on his hind legs and we're all underneath his paws. He's and nowhere near. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> nowhere near the top. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere near the top. But that mm-hmm. was really cool. So then um, we traveled north uh, to Santa Monica. We went to the beach in Santa Monica. Um, you know, there's a huge pier there with the carnival rides on it. And then we traveled from there. Uh, across to Los Angeles. Um, We went to this very interesting place there. It's called the La Brea Tar Pits. Mm. And it's actual archaeological site. And you can can smell the tar when you get out of the car. And they have all of these ice age fossils um, and statues to show you what life was like in Los Angeles, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. So that was really cool to see. And, and they have this one, well, not one, they have a number of covered areas that they're actual working archaeological sites. So you can see the archaeologists at work. So that was very cool. Yeah. Smelly, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> then from there, we, of course, we had to go see the famous Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and on our way to see that, we passed the famous Muppet Studio, which I was mm. really surprised. I didn't know that. I thought that was just, you know, staged, but no, it's, it's really, it's there. a real place. It's, it's, a real place. <laughs> yeah, it's where the Muppets live. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> what do you think they live when they're not doing their shows? No, what was I thinking? But you know, Kermit the Frog, he's standing on top of a tower and, and it's, you know, Jim, the Jim Henson company. And it's just, it's so cool to drive by it. Um, you know, we walked the Hall of Fame. We saw the Chinese theater. Um, we got to watch the, the Cars three movie had just come out. So we went to the El Capitan Theater and we got to um, experience watching a movie in a very, very cool Hollywood theater. And then, of course, we drove up into the Hollywood Hills to Griffith Park 
Um, and we went to the Griffith Planetarium, which yes. I highly recommend. It was very, very cool. Uh, all kinds of interactive exhibits, great for kids and adults alike. And we stood in the line to be able to look through the original telescope that Mr. Griffith had purchased for public use to see, I don't remember what we saw, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we were looking if it was Saturn or, or something, but it was, it uh -huh. was, uh, it was it, to me, it was worth the wait because you can always go and look through a modern telescope um, nowadays, but to go and look through this one, which at the time was, you know, state of the art, I thought that it was still very, very cool. So moving on from there, we went to the Getty Center, which the Getty Center is a huge art museum uh, with indoor exhibits, outdoor exhibits. They have a whole area for kids, uh, which was quite interactive. So to me, that was very, very fascinating to see how they could make art interactive. Um, in addition to having the kids, you know, create masks and make their own works of art. That was very, very cool. Then we crossed the state. We went east to Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Park. Now, this was my absolute favorite. Yeah, I've been to California, but I haven't been there. And um, yes, I remember, I mean, just seeing pictures. It looks so awesome, that forest. Oh my gosh, Sheila, I felt so minuscule, mm -hmm. which was the, to me, that was so cool that these trees were so enormous and you just feel so itty bitty and humbled to walk beneath them. It was so cool. I, all of my children know that when I die, my ashes need to be flown to California and spread beneath the sequoia trees. Yeah. <laughs> because I yeah. just love them so much. Yeah. Absolutely. They can live over 2,000 years. Um, even surviving lightning and thunder, they, they were just phenomenal. We had a blast um, walking beneath them, amongst them. We didn't stay in the park, we stayed at a very nice little uh, motel outside the park, uh, right on the river. And then, you know, we would have to go in, we'd have to, you know, enter the park in order to visit. Whereas afterwards, uh, we drove around to Yosemite. At Yosemite, we stayed in the park. You know, somebody is also a national park and it does take quite a, a while to drive there, um, but it was absolutely amazing. Um, God's hand was all over the place. Being able to stay in the park allowed us to be able to enjoy the beauty from the time we woke up to the time we went to sleep because not having to fight the traffic to come into the park and find a parking space on a daily basis. Cause we were there for three days. Um, to me, it was, it was huge. So were, now, was there a, like a hotel that you stayed in on site or was it cabins or what were you staying in? Okay. Yosemite has a number of options. Uh, we stayed in a cabin, but okay. We had, I had made our reservations in January for our trip in June. Okay. 
in January, the only thing that was available for a family of five was a, um, like this vinyl sided tent with shared bathroom facilities. Oh, that sounds adventurous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I would call every once in a while to see if we could get, if there had been a cancellation. I had called six months in advance. Mm -hmm. No, no cancellation, no cancellation. So finally, when we got to the park, I asked the person at the desk when we were checking in if there were absolutely anything that we that could accommodate us that would not require us to to be in a vinyl camping, tent <laughs> camping at that level because yeah. when you camp at that level in the park there's all these bare uh, precautions you have to take. Like even your soap and your deodorant have to be locked in a bear proof locker oh outside of the cabin so that bears don't go in and tear everything up looking for whatever has this smell because they think it's food. Mm. So fortunately there was this little cabin available um, and it was it was not made for a family of five, but we made it work. We had brought sleeping bags on our trip and because there were a couple of hotels along the way that only had maximum bedding for, for four. So I had mm -hmm. brought um, sleeping bags. So uh, we had, they brought us a roll away. So there was a, a double bed, a twin bed, a roll away, and then the sleeping bag. So the kids all took turns rotating <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which bed that they were sleeping in. Um, but we had our own bathroom. And so it was very um, nice that they were able to accommodate us in that. But I mean, we had a fabulous, fabulous time. I highly recommend going to Yosemite and definitely staying on property. There, there are, uh, in addition to cabins, if you prefer a, you know, a more resort type stay they have you know beautiful hotels there in the park as well but you must make your reservation a year and a day in advance in order to get say, exactly yeah. what you want yeah if you had called you know if you had tried six months ahead of time and that's all that was left i'm guessing you really have to book well in advance yes absolutely a year and a day is what the lady at the check-in desk had recommended to me when i had told her you know i've been trying since january she's like oh no you need a year and a day i'm like okay wow so i what I activities that. what activities were there oh my gosh sheila there's so much to do there so there's the ansel adams photography museum mm -hmm. uh there's um all kinds of hiking to be done. There's a, they have a um, sequoia forest there that you can walk in. Um, of course, there's mountain climbing to be done. There are waterfalls to be viewed. You can walk the valley. You can, you know, walk the, the upper edges. I mean, there's just, if, if you enjoy being out in nature, Yosemite will not disappoint you. We went on a, a night hike to see um, the stars. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. because 
because of where Yosemite is and because the mountains block out the lights from the cities to the west, mm -hmm. oh my, I've, I saw more stars than I have ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Wow. So after um, three days there, we drove back west to Pacific Grove, um, which is where the Monterey Bay Aquarium is. There, right outside of the aquarium, there's this beach where sea lions just cover the beach. So that was really cool to see. Okay, as, as, so yeah, I know what Floridians. you mean. Like in, mm -hmm. That's kind of probably that place that you see a lot in movies when that are set in California where all the sea lions go. And I, yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. There's a lighthouse there. And then the aquarium is um, in the old Portola sardines factory. Um, so that's a really, they've really done a lot with that area of town. So there's, you know, some cool boutiques to go to. There's, there are neat restaurants. Um, they have this enormous sea kelp garden in the, um, in the aquarium, which just kind of it's so neat to just sit and watch it. The mm -hmm. sea kelp floating, floating back and forth. It's just so relaxing. Um, <laughs> Watching them sway. Oh, it was so relaxing. And then, you know, of course, for the kids, they have all of the touch pools. And um, there were otters, which, you know, are hysterical. Mm -hmm. um, the penguins, they give the penguins enrichment tools to to play with and so they were so funny to watch because there was this one penguin who was trying to get this long tube to go up to the top of the little makeshift um, iceberg with him and he, he would get to one point and he would always lose it and then he would have to go all the way back down and <laughs> get it back and and so the 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 people who were watching him, he got almost all the way to the top. And as, as soon as that pipe fell, we all collectively went, oh, <laughs> so close, was... buddy, so close. <laughs> exactly. So that was a really fun way to spend um, the morning. I, I highly recommend that too. Um, then we drove from Monterey Bay to Muir Woods, uh, where the Sequoia's taller cousins, the California redwoods, are. Now, because redwoods are not as sparse on branches as sequoias are, we were disappointed that we couldn't view the very tops of the trees the way you can the sequoias. So, oh. so you couldn't... Made more like a canopy is what you're saying? Yes. So okay. you couldn't get that feeling of how tall they were and how small you were because your view was blocked. I see. So the kids really um, felt a little bit disappointed at how little they were able to appreciate the size of the redwoods after having visited the sequoias. So mm -hmm. if anything, I would have switched the visit so that we would have seen the sequoias second. But I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we crossed the Golden Gate Bridge, of course. Um, by the way, crossing the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, going out of the city doesn't cost you anything, but it costs like $12 to get back in. Oh. Um, just so you know. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. 
Um, we ate in Chinatown. That was fun to walk all over Chinatown. Um, we went to Pier 41 at Fisherman's Wharf, and of course we ate clam chowder and sourdough bread bowls. Um, we went to a dance hall, and we learned how to do West Coast Swing. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. We went to um, church at the San Francisco Mission, um, which, you know, because there, you can, t you can go from north to south in California, visiting all of the missions that the, the fathers, the mm -hmm. Catholic priests had set up along the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the church um, where uh, the, the San Francisco Mission Church, the, the walls are made of adobe and they are four feet thick. Wow. To withstand the earthquakes. Okay. Okay. So th th it was kind of cool because it was like, we're going to church, but we're also going to a museum when <laughs> we're getting yeah. a historical lesson at the same time. It was, it was nice. Um, we went to Golden Gate Park, which is, which is very cool. All kinds of things to do there. There's a nice carousel. Make sure you go on that. Um, and of course, got to get a trolley ride and go down Lombard Street and that that was it. That was where we ended our trip. We took the plane from San Francisco back to Florida. So we had a a great family um, adventure out there. That sounds like so much fun, and you did a great job uh, telling us your journey. Now you did say that the the sequoias were your favorite part of that. Absolutely. Oh, I just love those trees. <laughs> How about your um, kids? Did they have a favorite thing that they liked? Yeah, the my eldest really enjoyed the bike ride that we had done around San Francisco. Uh, excuse me, San Diego. He mm -hmm. he liked he liked that a lot. And my daughter loved the zoo because mm -hmm. she loves animals. Mm -hmm. And my middle child. He is the most difficult person to please. So, but <laughs> to pin down as a favorite. Yeah. Yes, but he he liked hiking. The issue in our family is that my second child loves to do everything as fast as he possibly can, oh, okay. and we're trying to enjoy nature and no Sebastian wants to run up <laughs> the sides of the mountain, so. So that's what he enjoyed doing. And so, but he was frustrated because we could not keep up with it. <laughs> it was like, this would have been great if y'all could have got on board with it. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, we, we, we were not into the, the boot camp uh, mentality. <laughs> on vacation. To, to get up to the tops of all of, of the rock formations. <laughs> uh, he, but he, but it was great because he was able to exert his energy in that way in, you know, climbing up on top of rocks and, and up the sides of mountains and just, you know, it was hard to get pictures of him because he was always so far ahead of us. You know, I think that's kind of a wise thing to keep in mind when you're planning a vacation, uh, especially with children uh, and their, and my, and their energy levels. Like, you know, it takes a lot of uh, concentration for some to to go through a museum and, and and be quiet and kind of like 
you know, in control if you're doing something like that. And so sprinkling in those times where you can get outside. And like you said, he, he probably needed to run off some energy, you know? And so Absolutely. it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're planning vacations, especially with kids to mix up your, your adventures uh, and your sightseeing. So there is some downtime for, for running off energy. Yeah. Absolutely. How about, um, you mentioned um, some of the food that you ate, the clam chowder and eating in Chinatown. Were there any particular um, foods that you loved or favorite things that you had? Well, my family decided that they they liked In-N-Out, mm. which is a fast food chain out there. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting was that when we were in the more southern part, like from L.A. south, the In-N-Out restrooms, and this isn't just at In-N-Out, but this is where we first experienced it, that there were no men's restrooms, that there were women's restrooms, and there were family restrooms. Oh. Yes. So this did not make the the males in my family very comfortable because they didn't want just you know, whomever yeah. walking They didn't in. want the family experience in the restaurant. Because, <laughs> right. Well, because it wasn't like just a single occupancy family restroom. Uh-huh. It was like they took the men's sign off of the men's restroom and put family there. Oh, huh. Yes. But this is like from LA South. So in the, in the Northern parts, we didn't have that issue. But yeah, that was kind of strange. Interesting to know. Hmm. Would you say that you found um, California in general more expensive, less expensive, in general affordable? Uh, I guess it's all relative on where you live, where the listeners might be listening from, but what would you say in general? Well, I agree with you that it is relative. Um, Compared to Florida prices, uh, you know, the gas was certainly more expensive, Um, even though we saw uh, the the pumps all over the place pumping the 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 oil out of the ground, which was very very interesting to see those oil um, rigs pumping, you know, right along the side of the road. The food was just a little bit more expensive in the in the national parks. Yes, food is much more expensive for sure, uh, as is the the housing. Um, lodging at the national parks you're paying for the proximity yeah so Mm -hmm. just be prepared for that Mm -hmm. um but in my opinion especially in the more popular parks where it's going to take you you know over an hour to get in the park and find a parking space and then you have to leave early um staying in the in the park was well worth it and then you started to say about um the, the favorite foods too? So the, definitely the, the Mexican restaurant in Old Town San Diego, having those fresh tortillas, mm-hmm. that was awesome, wonderful. In Yosemite one day, we just, we had ice cream for dinner because we were tired of the 
<laughs> we're tired of the cafeteria choices. Um, so we had been Yay, all day long and we had ice cream for dinner. We did. I that love was... that. That's great. <laughs> That's what you're supposed but, to do when you're on vacation. Right. Like, let's but have I ice have cream to... for dinner. For sure. We always do that. There's at least yeah. one day and it's usually a day that we've been physical all day long. We'll have yeah, ice yeah. cream for dinner. Mm-hmm. But my favorite um, was definitely the Nanking restaurant in Chinatown. Um, it was absolutely fabulous. We didn't know what we should order because uh, we are used to just, you know, New York style Chinese food. So mm-hmm. we just told the gentleman uh, to, you know, what we like and, you know, what our food dietary restrictions were and he just brought kept bringing us all these platters and everything was fabulous we really loved it cool yeah like so keep yeah it coming all the good stuff keep it coming yep was so that was nan king in oh, chinatown nan king okay in chinatown and in mm-hmm. what in what um city was that in san francisco in san francisco okay. yes um was there anything in general that surprised you about going there or anything that you weren't prepared for? Any other tips that, or something that you wish you had known besides maybe you already said the, um, the tree kind of flip-flopping the, that experience. Um, anything else that you were surprised by or unprepared for or um, happily surprised by maybe? Okay. Well, um, being from Florida and going to California, we really expected the climate to be warmer. Um, It was quite warm in San Diego. That was fine. But then as we moved farther north, uh, it was quite chilly. Um, I was wearing a, a thick windbreaker almost all the time because I was, I was quite cool. Uh, I would have brought you know, a couple more pairs of jeans, um, personally, because I was just cold. <laughs> Colder than you thought you would be. I was way colder than I thought I would be. Yes. I, I'm looking at some pictures and I'm like, wow, wow, I'm always in a sweater. Everybody's wearing long sleeves. You know, it was, <laughs> it was really very cool. The fact that, you know, when we got to Sequoia National Park and Kings Canyon National Park, that the signs um, say were up saying chains may be required at any time in the parks on your tires. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So um, that was that was surprising to me. I I had brought you know one or two items of clothing to wear for that, but I wasn't prepared for being chilled constantly. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess here in Florida, you know, we don't really have elevation, you know? And so if you're looking at a map, you're probably thinking, yeah, California and Florida are kind of on the same, you know, latitude, wait, latitude. Yeah. I'm like latitude. Mm-hmm. latitude. Yeah. Latitude. <laughs> they're, they're kind of, you know, in that same plane. So you would think, but California is a lot more mountainous. So yeah, then you would have that elevation, elevation to contend with, that would make things a little chillier, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in San Francisco, I was just shocked at how cold we were all constantly. <laughs> and this was and in June. Yes. Wow. Was in June. Huh. I that that is something that would have 
surprised me and I'd have been unprepared for as well. Hmm. Well, besides that, any last tips you've given so many great experiences? Would you go back again? Do you have any plans to see other parts of California? Did you drink any wine? Oh my gosh. Yes, I did drink wine, but I don't normally drink. Okay. Mm. But in the Catholic church, uh, in case you're not aware, um, we, we all go up to receive communion, which is the host and the blood, which is wine, which has been converted into Jesus's blood. Anyway, not to give you a religious the communion, the, the juice in the, in the wafer for, yeah, that a lot of people may be familiar with. Okay. Yeah. So, so here in Florida, I don't know what monks are making our the wine that father uses at our church because it's terrible, but oh my gosh, the wine that we had that when we were in California, it was so good. You're like, <laughs> you know? can I have communion and, again? Do and you like, no cup? You, you only, you only take a sip, but I was like, wow, is, this is what good wine tastes like. Maybe that's why I don't like wine. Maybe I've just had the wrong wine all these years. I've been trying to you know, have it, but <laughs> and that would be such a, like an odd question. You'd probably want to ask on your way out, like great, great, uh, service. Uh, thank you. Um, can you tell me what kind of wine you use? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing was, is that you know, Sophia, my youngest, when we were leaving, she's like, Oh my gosh, that wine was so good. Mama. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh my goodness. What a great, what a great thing to end on. Any last words for our listeners? You'd go back to California though, maybe just for the communion wine. <laughs> no, I would go for the sequoia trees anytime. Um, you know, it was, it was very, very nice. We had a great time. Um, the cities were a little bit overwhelming for us suburbanites, um, but it was very interesting to see the poverty um, there it's kind of in your face a lot, um, kind of brings you to a better understanding of, of how those who don't have the luxury of traveling live. And I, I enjoyed, it. I wouldn't want to live there, uh, cause it was, you know, very cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold. Um, and you know what, compared to Florida, especially in the South, it just, it wasn't very green. Mm. You could, you could tell where there was um, irrigation and where there was not, because if, if something was not being irrigated, it was brown. Mm. So mm. there were like fields and fields or not fields, orchards and orchards of avocado trees. But that would be like the only green thing you would see because it was, that's the only thing that was being irrigated. But yeah, it was, we had a really, really nice time. I, I would recommend I it. Traveled um, there to, to the LA area just for a work thing. And we, we did kind of the things there, the, you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame and, and, and those, those places in around LA, the Hollywood sign and the observatory. Um, mm -hmm. Back when you were talking about that, we didn't do the telescope 
spot part, but just up there, you can see the whole um, view of the city. And um, yes. again, it's like another thing where you're standing up there and you're like, I've just seen this in the movie before, you know, <laughs> like, yes. like I've seen this view before, um, even though that was our first time being there. So that, that was really fun. I did notice that even though it was, let's see, I forget what month we were there, but I remember it being um, fairly mild. It wasn't too cold, but um, what was different was the humidity. So of course in Florida, we have like huge humidity and there it didn't seem to be as humid. I remember my hair was amazing. Like my hair was amazing <laughs> in California. I have kind of long, thick hair that gets a little wavy and um, fuzzy. And um, I could just blow dry it. And I was like a luxurious beauty queen. I was just like, look at my, look at my hair just from blow drying and nothing extra. So you were ready for a L'Oreal commercial. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So it's really not all that Hollywood. It's just like, they don't have the humidity that goes on here. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So I did remember that, but also um, my skin got drier. Um, yes. Yeah. And so you get used to the humidity here in Florida. And then when you go somewhere else, I'm like, there's not enough lotion in the world, but my hair looks great. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I, I have noticed that as Floridians, we take our humidity for granted. And I have started making sure that we take chapstick wherever Mm -hmm. we go, because it's amazing how fast we, our lips dry out. Yeah. Yeah. It, you don't think about it until, um, you're faced with the problem. So, right. All right. Well, thank you friends for listening and thanks Lisa for sharing your California adventure. Um, there's definitely places now on my, uh, bucket list to visit. I I've always wanted to go see those sequoia trees and, and they're just like you said, so huge and tall and, and amazing in the redwoods. So, um, that's definitely on mine. And, um, I think, uh, yeah, some of those other places that you mentioned sounded really great. So thanks for sharing your experience and your family vacation with us. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome as well. All right, Detour Podcast listeners. So you can travel to Argentina. Now you can travel to California. We'll see what's up next. Thanks for listening. And as always, take the detour and enjoy the wander. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You can follow, interact, and ask questions about this episode and others on our Facebook page, The Detour Podcast, and on Instagram at Sheila Shinsky. To hear more conversations like this one, you can listen to all of our episodes on the Detour Podcast channel on Podbean. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. So be sure to share this episode with a friend who loves podcasts too, and rate, comment, and subscribe yourself. So you can join us next time as we take the detour and enjoy the wander.